It starts with a simple question. What is an influencer? And more importantly, how can food and beverage brands effectively partner with influencers to further their marketing goals? SRW Agency's Jenna Ogle will highlight the path to success in influencer marketing on this episode of the Food Institute Podcast, coming at you right now. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us again on the Food Institute Podcast. To start off this week, I would like to thank SRW Agency for sponsoring this episode. SRW has been in business since 2015 and works to help wellness brands find mainstream success. You can learn more by visiting srw.agency or by clicking the link in the description of this episode. All right, with that all out of the way, we do welcome Jenna to the show. Jenna, I was hoping you could start us off by telling us a little bit about your career history and also a little bit about SRW. Of course. Um, Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Uh, I got my start in influencer marketing around 2015. Uh, At the time, the terms influencer and influencer marketing were still relatively new, especially in the brand space. I was working for a Chicago-based company and was managing their social media and also helped start a brand ambassador program where we were able to like leverage this program to reach our target audience by gifting products to just authentic brand fans in the space and current customers in exchange for them sharing testimonials about the products on their social media channels. Um, As the popularity of Instagram grew, though, there was a greater opportunity for brands to leverage social media as a tool for marketing their products and services and connecting with their target audiences. Like The visual nature of Instagram provided a unique platform for individuals to authentically showcase products and experiences while offering brands direct channel to reach engaged communities. Uh, I became extremely interested in this influencer space and wanted to dive further into it. And so now today I lead the influencer marketing team at an SOW agency and I'm responsible for the development and implementation of influencer strategies that drive awareness and brand recognition for our agency partners in the food and wellness space. Uh, SRW is a full service agency with offices in Chicago and Boulder. Our services include brand strategy, creative and production, web and social, paid media, PR, and then of course, influencer. And it sounds like you're the person to talk to today because I have a very, very broad question, but I think in the broadest terms, it'd be good to kind of table set a little bit. And that question is, what is an influencer? An influencer is really any individual who possesses that ability to impact the opinions and behaviors of others. Um, This can be due to their expertise, a celebrity status, or even authority in a specific field. Think like doctors or um, nurses, registered dietitians in that respect. So through their online presence, the content creation and engagement of like the influencers can effectively sway the perceptions and choices of their followers. So often collaborating with brands and businesses to promote products and ideas. So I think it would also be useful to just talk about what follower sizes kind of do and impact when it comes to influencer marketing. So what can you tell us about this? You know, what kind of follower size are you looking for when it comes to a brand? Is it variable? What kind of dynamic could you share about that? Yeah, it is definitely variable. Follower size does play a pretty significant role in influencer marketing. A larger follower count can provide wider reach and brand visibility, potentially exposing a brand's message to broader audiences. However, the impact of an influencer isn't solely determined by the numbers. We do like to look at engagement rate, the authenticity of both the partner and their audiences, and the relevance of the followers um, to that brand or product. It all just matters just as much as as that follower count. 
Um, so like micro influencers, those with smaller followings typically have a, a much higher engaged audience, uh, which can foster stronger connections and trust, leading to more meaningful, meaningful conversions for brands. So it's important for brands to consider a good balance between the reach and engagement when selecting their partners, just to ensure that it's an effective and authentic marketing campaign. And I know you mentioned earlier Instagram, and I know most people when they hear the influencer, you know, label probably think of Instagram, but I'm thinking, you know, I really want to know what platforms are you finding to be the most impactful when it comes to influencer marketing? Is it just Instagram? Are there others? What are you seeing from your position? Instagram is a big one. Um, There are definitely others. So in recent years, we've seen a big shift in how audiences prefer to view content. Um, So right now, short form video is king. Uh, audiences and social media platforms alike are embracing these bite-sized videos for their quick and engaging nature, making it easier to capture attention and also share content in a fast-paced online environment. So brands who have embraced video content are finding platforms like TikTok, Instagram, and even YouTube Shorts to be impactful on their influencer marketing initiatives. Instagram's visual appeal and stories Um, It makes it more versatile for various industries, while TikTok short-form videos appeal to younger demographics, and it's a place where trends can spread pretty rapidly. Um, And then YouTube, it continues to offer in-depth content and tutorials, which is suitable for industries that might need a deeper explanation to their products or services. And then those shorts that I mentioned, it leans into that short-form video trend that we're seeing across TikTok and Instagram. The key is just to align the platform choice with the brand's goals and the influencer's strengths. And it is really interesting to see how, you know, all those short form videos really started to come together. You know, I know maybe TikTok was the first Instagram. I know introduced reels after that. Now YouTube shorts. I do think that is very, very interesting. But I'm wondering from, you know, your vantage point as well, when you take a look at the influencer marketing How does that fit into a broader marketing strategy for a food and beverage company? Should food and bev be relying on this alone? Is it part of a bigger, you know, overall strategy? How do you see influencer marketing kind of fit into that grand scheme of things? Brands shouldn't solely rely on influencer marketing, but in order to have that 360 integrative campaign, um, I definitely recommend leveraging influencers, uh, at least some capacity. They are really great for driving that reach and awareness. And as I mentioned you know, those micro influencers are really great at driving authentic relationships, trust in those conversions, lower funnel. And I think the authenticity part is really important for food and beverage specifically. Um, you know, it's such a personal thing eating, right? It's something where you have your own specific and particular kind of desires and, you know, tastes. So having someone that you trust in another sphere um, kind of come out and say, hey, this product is also great. I think a lot of people look to that and it's almost as good as friends and family saying, hey, this product was great. They take a look to one of those, you know, celebrity endorsements or influencer endorsements and kind of feel the same way. So definitely, definitely think that's interesting. And thank you for kind of helping us set the table here. What I'd like to do now, I think, is taking a look at one of your clients, and maybe we could use that as a case study. So what can you tell me about the work SRW has done with Himalaya? Yeah, of course. Uh, So Himalaya is a family-owned trusted wellness company that makes herbal and botanical supplements that nurture, help you to nurture your best life. Uh, So they offer a full line of clinically studied herbal formulations, certified USDA organic single herbs, and a full line of body care products. Um, their product Party Smart is an innovative supplement that's known for its unique formula, uh, formulation designed to support liver function um, during social drinking occasions and celebrations just to help you have that better morning after. 
So let's talk a little bit about the influencer marketing campaign you did with Himalaya. What was the primary objective when you decided to start working with them and how did you deliver on that? Yeah, despite uh, Party Smart's efficacy and popularity among existing customers, there was a need to expand the reach of Party Smart and capture the attention of a broader consumer base. So the primary objective of our campaign was to generate awareness, encourage active engagement, and then also to promote trial of Himalaya's Party Smart product. So to amplify the impact of the Party Smart campaign, we collaborated with macro influencer Hannah Godwin from the Bachelor franchise, leveraging her content and partnership surrounding her highly anticipated Bachelorette weekend getaway. So Hannah's existing fan base and her strong social media presence just made her this ideal candidate for the campaign. By incorporating Party Smart into her content during this like celebratory event, her Bachelorette weekend, we could seamlessly integrate product into her audience's aspirational party experiences. So this approach not only drive, drove awareness, but also engagement and created appeal around the product uh, as an essential accessory for social gatherings and celebrations. Yeah, it's probably like a perfect combo right there, connecting you know the Bachelorette with the, uh, the Party Smart product. So definitely like how that worked out. I'm just wondering, did the client company ever share any relevant sales data that would showcase the success of the program, any KPIs that would indicate that this was working on their end? Yeah. So following the partnership, uh, the brand did experience the highest party smart total line monthly sales on Amazon year to date in dollars and units. So they showed a 13% increase in those unit sales compared to the prior month. Um, We also saw significant reach upwards of 600K um, driving more impressions uh, as well. Yeah. I think a lot of companies that are listening in right now, that 13% increase is something they'd all be interested in. So I definitely think, you know, obviously a success when you take a look at it through that uh, lens. And I guess, you know, talking about the success part, you know, you got to start at the beginning, right? So I'm wondering when SRW starts an influencer marketing campaign, you know, how do you view that process and how do you start it when you start to do outreach, et cetera? So what can you tell us about starting the process when you decide, hey, we're going to be working with this company, we're going to start an influencer marketing campaign, you know, what's step one? At SRW, we view the process of starting an influencer marketing campaign as a strategic journey. So it begins with comprehensive analysis of our clients' goals, their target audiences, and even market trends. We emphasize a deep understanding of the brand's identity and values to identify influencers who authentically align um, with the brand and the messaging of our campaign. So once we've selected the right partners, collaborations at the forefront, we prioritize building relationships based on mutual trust and also creative freedom, allowing our influencers to craft content that will resonate genuinely with their audience while seamlessly integrating the brand's message. So content creation becomes this collaborative effort and we encourage open communication throughout the entire process. Um, Our team believes that in a balanced approach, creative can meet data-driven insights. And it seems like it's probably a lot of fun being able to work in these rooms, you know, getting that collaborative aspect. And I'm wondering, you know, what is client outreach like? Do you have like a roster of influencers that you work with regularly? Do you have to reach out and find a specific target when you kind of talk to the brand and find out their goals? What is that like? Yeah, outreach at our agency involves a twofold um, approach. We do have a roster of influencers who we've loved partnering with in the past who are great for specific brands. Um, some brands do have clear targets of the influencers they'd like to be working with, but we also do take an active role in connecting brands to relevant influencers that align with their niche uh, and audience. So for brands who have specific influencers in mind, we'll facilitate the connection uh, by leveraging our industry network, establishing those meaningful introductions, 
And then on the other hand, we proactively do reach out to influencers when we spot a potential collaboration opportunity with someone whose content could really elevate the brand's messaging, which is what we did for uh, Himalaya. So like ultimately, our goal is to ensure that partnerships are formed um, authentically, that they're beneficial, and that they're mutually rewarding. So by combining influencer aspirations and with the strategic brand alignments, we are able to create these impactful collaborations that will resonate with audiences and yield those successful influencer marketing campaigns. And I guess from your vantage point, what's the most important aspect of these relationships when it comes to delivering business results? You know, when you're going through that roster or, you know, like you said, if there's a specific influencer they're targeting, you know, what do you think is the most important aspect to make sure that you actually are able to deliver on those results? I think the most crucial aspect for influencer brand relationships when it comes to delivering those results is authenticity. Authenticity forms the foundation for building trust between the influencer, the brand and the audience. So when influencers genuinely resonate with a brand and its products or services, their endorsement becomes a natural extension of their content. It doesn't feel out of place. Authenticity ensures that influencers' audiences perceive the collaboration as credible and and valuable, uh, leading to higher engagement, more meaningful interactions. And then this level of trust is what translates into tangible results, whether it's increased brand awareness, higher conversions, or a deeper connection with that target demographic. So I love learning a little bit more about how the influencer marketing kind of comes together. I'm wondering from you know your vantage point, I would imagine some companies might look at influencer marketing and say, hey, you know, this is a person that is outside of our normal sphere. Obviously, they don't work with us directly. How do you kind of alleviate any concerns a company might have when it comes to influencer marketing, uh, especially considering, you know, most influencers are living very public lives. There's an opportunity where, you know, maybe something will change where all of a sudden they are not as popular or they do something that might, you know, kind of infuriate some fans and maybe alienate some customers. How do you kind of get to that balance? Is there a balance that can be had, you know, taking a look at all those different dynamics? What would you say about that? There is a balance um, that needs to be taken. I mean, we do a lot of background checking on partners before we will even recommend them. We'll look at previous sponsored content, who they've worked with in the past, the types of engagement that they're getting on their pieces of content, whether it's positive or negative, Um, you know, looking at that audience sentiment as well, just making sure that they're a well-rounded, good partner um, for the brand to be taking on. And then, I mean, there is always some level of risk. You, You don't know what could happen in a week, what an influencer or, you know, celebrity, any spokesperson might say or do that uh, could affect that brand uh, brand influencer relationship. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was thinking, right? You know, I think a lot of people will probably compare influencer marketing to celebrity endorsements, right? I think that's probably a logical connection. Um, I do think typically though, when you have those celebrity endorsements, um, you know, a lot of those people have a larger circle around them that are kind of protecting them. When you're working with influencers, do you find the same kind of dynamic? Do they have a big team or is this usually like one person that is the brand that's coming in to meet or do they typically have representatives as well? What is that process like? It really depends on the size of the partner that we're working with. We will um, generally start working with management teams for those larger partners. Um, So whether it's one manager or two, um, generally no more than that. And then connecting them with the brand. We usually have one brand representative that we'll do those introductions with. So Jenna, I'm really appreciative for the conversation today. I learned a lot about influencer marketing, but I'm wondering if anybody in the audience wants to learn a little bit more about SRW or get in contact with your team, where should they go? If you're interested in learning more about SRW's complete services, 
uh, you can feel free to visit our website, srw.agency, or email me directly at jennaogle at srw.agency. All right, that's going to do it for us this week on the Food Institute podcast. Once again, thank you to SRW Agency for sponsoring this episode. But until next time, this is Chris Campbell signing off.